0: Hey everyone, Dave and Jeff doing our second podcast of the week as we're watching a little spring training baseball. Yeah. As you watch the spring training baseball, you gotta get excited, right? I mean I yeah. saw you post pictures of your tickets today. Yeah. About the Padres and, and everything day. else. How many teams, okay, out of thirty teams of Major League Baseball, how many mm-hmm. baseball fans are like you out of thirty that go, I can't wait for the start of the season?
1: Oh man, who would it be? Yankees, Dodgers, Cardinals, of course, Cubs. Red Sox, all those. Yeah, I understand Red that. Sox. But
0: even the, the Reds, the Pirate fans, the Padre fans, the Rays yeah. fans, they're all excited about the sure. start of the season. Anything can happen, right?
1: Everybody by Giants fans. <laughs> they're like, including boats. Yeah, the Giants are like, oh, boy, we had our run. I mean, you had three of them. Don't get greedy. But, yeah, I would think everybody is. It is. That's and what's great about baseball. Love it, man. It's such a good time of year. I've got good news for you, and then I have a quick question. Yeah. Uh, Good news is confirmed today, uh, we mentioned it, JoJo Tarantino is writing our blogs for DaveAndJeffShow.com, and I love them. I love baseball stories, the whole thing, and I got a great text message today from Glenn Geffner, who said, yes, indeed, he will write a blog for us in April. No
0: way, that's great.
1: And he said, I'll send you something about life on the road. He goes, look, it's not as glamorous as people think. And I said, it breaks us out of the monotony of a 40-hour week. That would be great. But this has driven me crazy, Dave, for about seven hours. There are times when I get so in my head that I seriously think I should just be wheeled out of here like Hannibal Lecter. So last night, we were talking about (laughs) change at Extra, and everything changed around. The conversation came around to the PD... We hammered him again and then the conversation switched to Coco and I demolished DeMayo. Yeah. I said he sucks and his show's shit and uh, everything else. Benny points out today on Twitter, Oh, I love the Dave and Jeff podcast, hammered DeMayo, and immediately I'm like, wait, I think things came out of the gate shaky with DeMayo because he kind of big timed everybody. He big timed you. You gave him a compliment,
0: and he took it as a shot and complained to management.
1: Okay. Uh, right. He got his feelings certain. Yeah, I but it wasn't that. meant to be.
0: You no. You gave him a compliment, and he took it the wrong way, and he went to management and
1: complained like a bitch. Like a bitch. But hang on. By the end, were we cool with no. him? Okay. Okay, that's good. No. Because I swear, last all day, I'm like... Did I just completely blindside a guy? Okay, he was a whiner all the way, right? All the way through. And thought he was better than anybody in that building the whole way through, right? 100%. And Chris Merrill is a thousand times better as a host. Couldn't agree more. But I just wanted to make sure I was like, God dang it. Is this another guy that I forgot that we left on good terms with? No,
0: we did not. Okay,
1: I don't know. That's why I'm asking.
0: Okay, no, fuck that guy. Here's the deal. We love guys who are smart asses too. If you can play the game, and we're going to yeah. take shots, it's, if you take shots back, we like it even better. Okay. That's why we like Woods. That's why we right. like Costa. We like those guys because they're Scott feeling Kaplan. sick and hurt. Scott Kaplan. Those guys right there will play the game and understand the game. You said something that was so... I called
1: d- him Angry Carl.
0: That's right. And it was a compliment because, hey, he's fiery on the radio. And, and he's going to kick and it, ass. And it, yeah, and it made it for good radio.
1: And I did mean it as a compliment. What I wanted was our audience to accept him and he really was. He was just a... Uh, the problem with Carl is Carl thinks he's a lot more important than he is. Yeah. But don't come into that fucking building where you've never done it and act like you're the coolest guy in the fucking That's room. Because we'll take your lunch money.
0: Yeah. He acted like he was going to come in and save the building.
1: But, okay, I'm glad to hear that because... I, I'm not
0: a fan at all. Fuck that
1: guy. No, I know. I'm just... Uh, you keep missing what I'm saying. I got it. He never won jack shit. You understand that on this podcast, there have been about 15 fucking times when I've laid a guy out and yeah. then you've told me after the show, you know we're okay with that guy. Yeah. At least we were. No, no. And I'm
0: like, shit. No, we are not friends with that guy. Okay, good. Yeah, well, I, if I was hears really it disappointed in him because a lot of times it's hard to win you over. Yeah. Now he's, it's he, harder to win you over, I think, they'll win me over. Yeah. And then you just sit there a thousand and thousand percent. And then for you to sit there and welcome him in into the building, number one, and two, promote his show, and then yeah. three, for him to go complain to management, fuck that
1: guy. Good. Okay. Well, that's good. Then I feel better about calling it. Because I did. I called yeah. him a bitch. Yeah. And, oh, is that a gay slur? No, it has that's nothing to do with it. A uh, Why I called him a bitch last night is because I've turned over a new leaf and I stopped calling guys a fuck face, which he really is. Yes. <laughs> but... I wanted to clean it up a little bit. I couldn't give less of a shit who he goes home to. Go home to whoever makes you happiest. Doesn't impact me. But if you come into a place where I've worked 20 years to try to figure it out, you're going to act like a dick. Hey, fuck you. I'll call you a bitch. Whether you're the straightest guy in the building or a gay guy. I couldn't give less of a fuck. God, I'm already off the rails, DeMio. Sensitive Carl. Yeah, he was not angry, Carl. No. He was sensitive. He was. But I also think, like I kind of got it, Dave all kidding aside, I kind of got it because you come in, you already are going to have your guard up because you're the new guy. You're not expecting the sports station to embrace you coming in as a new host, so you probably have your guard. And also, you told him
0: a hundred times you were a fan of politics and you were a fan of what? Well, I like that him. kind of radio.
1: Yeah, I liked him because he was a guy politically that stirred the pot. And I loved Carl coming in. I, this is true. I loved Carl coming in because for a conservative market like San Diego, to have a guy who is flamboyant as Carl is, gay as Carl is, to come in and have that guy as your voice. We used to have another guy. Steve Uhouse, was another guy on the weekend. that I loved. those two guys politically because I felt like all the old Retired military in this town must be so conflicted on what they want to do, right? Because they don't, they haven't changed. The guys they are in the 50s were the guys they were in 2015. I just thought it was funny as shit. But I found Carl really funny when you'd see him at press conferences. And then he would push people's buttons, and I thought that would translate to good radio. Sadly, yeah. it didn't.
0: I thought you were trying to help him out, and he didn't take it that way.
1: Well, fuck him. That's where God. That's where
0: your boss should have stepped in and said, dude, he was trying to help you out. To oh. Accept it, idiot.
1: Yeah, yeah that guy. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, that yeah guy. that's what I'm saying. That guy's just as worthless as the day is long. And I feel so bad for LaDonna, Teddy Garcia, Merrill, really talented people in that building. I'll tell you another guy who's run his career off the rails. Go ahead. I'm sick of Cliff Albert, too.
0: (laughs) I think you were sick of Cliff a couple
1: of years Uh ago. Uh. No. 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 Yeah, I got no time for him either. (laughs) He's another mouth breather. But I at least respect Cliff for what he accomplished in this market. His boss accomplished nothing.
0: Okay. So did you listen to the new lineup, then? Did I? <laughs> There's only one station that had. a new lineup, We no. spoke about it 24 hours ago.
1: No, because... Uh, it wasn't the
0: same cake? They just flipped it upside down? Yeah. I mean, basically, that's it.
1: No, I had Vascursion. I heard Vascursion and Darren today. Uh, I didn't get out. Usually, I'll get out about noon or 1 to go to lunch. I didn't leave today till like 2.30. Okay. So, I heard Vascursion, which was really, really good. We'll get into part of that and then going up this morning um, I had a little bit of woods on but I'm a Stern guy yeah uh, I mean I, with all respect to to Steve who I love like family, I'm a Stern guy and and that's a show that connects with me and so no I somebody asked if I heard Sue to Vincent today I will unfortunately probably never hear Sue on the radio again.
0: Has she written to you back after you took that shot
1: last week? When I told her I I was going to fill out uh, a workman's comp claim for her faster than the two girls that whacked off Kraft? Yeah. At the uh, what I hear at the whack shack. Yeah. <laughs> have uh, you heard from her since? No. No. You might have burned that relationship. No. God no. We didn't burn the relationship. She's just how's she going to respond?
0: I don't know. You should write her right now during the show and go. The we Jack good. Shack. That's we, what I heard. Are we good? That's all you should just ask. She doesn't know. I haven't she... heard from you in a week. Are we good or did I cross the line? Let's
1: see what she says. My phone's in my car. But <laughs> <laughs> she knows. Yeah, she's no. I, I. The best thing I can do for her in that building is just leave her alone. That's just funny, so. let leave her alone and and let it go. But
0: here's it. my favorite. My honestly, my favorite sports show in San Diego that's played on the radio here. It's not a local show, but it's my favorite one. If you're up before 6 of the morning, it's uh, Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk.
1: You know what's funny, Dave, you say that? Driving down tonight, coming here at 7 o'clock, they're replaying it on 1360. Is that right? And I just thought, damn, this is the best thing on this lineup. Oh, that's fine. I had it on from 7 o'clock down.
0: It is. It runs yeah. around, I think it starts at 3 in the morning. But I'm, hell, I'm up at 3 in the morning. So I'm listening to it. And he has Chris Sims on there now. Who's, I like Chris Sims. Who, who's kind of funny because Florio loves to take shots at other All people. All yeah. And he just goes after Sims in his shitty career all the time. Yeah. And uh, but it, it's it's not bad. And the way they break things down, and I sit there and I go, I don't know how the fuck they do a show like this during you know non football season. Good. A- and they'll do you know top ten you know whatever all time quarterbacks or backup, and then Chris Sims who played quarterback and his dad. It's the family business being quarterback. Yeah. It's uh it, they do a great job. The show is interesting, and then it blew up like crazy today between Mike Florio and Richard Sherman. Two guys that are very well-spoken, very smart, just going at it, and it was it was great.
1: It's very funny. I think that's what they were getting into because I was just listening to Florio talk about how agents got upset that Russell Okung and, uh, and Sherman negotiated their own deals. Yeah. And that's honestly what I – and I was like, wow, this is really good. And then I came out to do a show that's yeah. not so good. But um, – <laughs> But, yeah, I like that. I wonder what time that goes. Damn, we may have a 20-minute podcast tonight. <laughs> I didn't go hear the end of it. But, no, I didn't, and it's just, uh, unfortunately, for both of those stations, for 97.3, where I love Junior and L.O. and I have been buddies. I've been buddies with Ella longer than anybody else in this market. Um, They're just not front and center. Yeah. But I uh Junior's really gotten good. Yeah. Which is great. It's funny. Um, because going way back when we had talked to ninety seven three about ideas a couple years back, Junior was doing Dodger baseball in our building. And That's we right. had early talks with ninety seven three. And I'm not believe me, I'm not yeah. I'm convinced everybody in San Diego Had him on the radar. Don't take this like I'm trying to claim it. I I sure didn't. But I said, man, you have Junior living here doing Dodger talk from the uh, iHeart Studios. Yeah. Bring him in. But I knew Fox Sports Sports, San Diego, whoever the rights holders were, they were seeing what he was doing on TV. I mean, he's been a natural for 30 years. It's great.
0: Well, obviously, you have the biggest name ever. I mean, why wouldn't you take advantage of it? You know, it's it's funny when we talk about radio in this market because a lot of people don't understand a couple things. One is what we're doing with podcasting, we couldn't be happier. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not like, hey, Jeff and I are sitting there saying, hey, this shit ends the second a radio station calls. That's not how it's going at all. We're, we couldn't be more happy. We're able to make our own schedule and do it this way and connect this way and do the show we always wanted to do. So yeah. it's never bitterness. What I will say as far as where 1360 is struggling, at one time they had access to Gwynn. Mm-hmm. blew it they had yeah. they had Stephen woods blew, blew it. it ben higgins is kicking the shit out of him had him blew it yep Ello's kicking the shit out of him now they had him <laughs> yeah and blew it you know <laughs> yeah you and i have more than a million followers right now on this thing and fucking blew it blew uh, you it. know and, and you blew it they blew it and less than 400 people are listening to that fucking station which i've never heard of in radio before right and the people you had access to you couldn't judge talent you let them walk right out the door yeah and now they're kicking your ass
1: yeah across the board um, yeah, I just uh, I I don't know. Like I heard Hartman today, and I was like, I I don't even think did he, he knows. Know, did he know I don't Costa think he knows Mike's gone. I don't think he had the slightest indication. But um, God, man, that guy is just—he's so funny. Like he just goes and goes and goes. He is the Energizer Bunny. Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah. doesn't need anybody else there. Never drinks water. Never does no. anything. Just comes in, yells for four hours. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was it. But no, I just, yeah. I didn't check in. I wanted to check in on Mike and Judd today, but I. It's
0: it just, the same show you heard seven years ago. Really? The same show. No,
1: no. It, just, it is what it is. Yeah,
0: that, a, that's it. It is what it is. And it, I'm not a John Schaefer fan with Nick. <laughs> I think they fucked that up again. John Schaefer's the problem. I'm sure he's a All nice right. guy. One day in? Dude, he's he, he wasn't good when he was with Rich. When uh, Mark Willard left, he wasn't good. He's the guy, the third guy that jumps in from the board once in a blue moon. That's what he does. Is.
1: He run the board for that show. I don't
0: think he runs the board for them. I think he's honestly sitting in studio. He just there's there's nothing there. Man, there's nothing there, and he's a play by play guy. He does your fleet games, and he does whatever it does. I think he he might even do your lacrosse games. Well, I think he does those too. Sorry, yours the seals games. <laughs> yeah. But as far as personality goes, oh, no, man, fuck, Nick's kind of screwed on that one. I know he has Marcus McNeil joining the show, which Marcus McNeil's a good dude. I like Marcus McNeil a lot. Yeah. I hope that one works out for him. You and I are Nick fans. You know, you don't want to see anyone struggle, but for if you're Nick, you got to be going, fuck, this is my third show in this building, right? Is it? Well, he was at KGB. Oh, yeah. Fucking gone after about a month. Yeah. Then he does The Mornings with Judd, and, and unfortunately, The Signal sucks. It's terrible. Terrible. And he's, that's done after a couple years, and here you go. Show number three. They're going to get demolished in the midday. You have no chance against Darren.
1: No, and that's the thing. We you have that much money invested, you're going to get demolished. And then, uh, what do they do it? oh, they have Gottlieb, right? Am I right on that, on 97.3? 97.3 go is go, Gottlieb, yep. They go to Gottlieb after Rome. Yeah, and Gottlieb
0: was was beating uh, the Midday Show before. they were, They were. Gottlieb syndicated was beating Ornberger or and Mark Willard.
1: That's unbelievable. I mean, that's really where you're like, you know, we should just make this place of sombreros. <laughs> right? I mean, we should just <laughs> go Metro PCS. I mean, holy cow. If we're losing to those shows. Yeah. I mean, how are we losing to those shows? Yeah. That's where you're like, okay, we, we got to just everybody. Come on. Take a knee. Like dude. Like how how is that staff meeting when you see the numbers? You're losing to Gottlieb. I mean it's insane. Like losing to Hugh Hewitt. Like losing to Mark Larson. Like what? I lost to who? What is uh who is that guy? Doctor Dog?
0: Yeah, Doctor Dog.
1: Did you lose to him? Hooked on Trivia, the radio game show. How many guys are kicking your ass in this market? Oh, my
0: God, dude. There you go.
1: Speaking speaking
0: of dogs, all right? Uh-huh. I heard a crazy story about a dog today. You and I both love animals, love dogs. Right. Guy was telling me today that his buddy has a dog that wins all these surfing championships, okay? All right. So he takes the dog out. He puts the dog up on a surfboard, and the dog surfs in, okay? Dog has all these, has all these pictures and trophies of this dog. Okay. And he goes, all of a sudden, his dog went from being the greatest surfing dog ever to all of a sudden getting his ass kicked. I go, how does he get kicked by-, <laughs> gets his ass yeah. kicked by the dog? He goes, because when his dog surfs, he has to go out there with the dog, put the dog on the surfboard, mm-hmm. and then the dog rides the wave in. He goes, there's another dog that takes his own surfboard out. God dang. Jumps on it by himself and then rides it in. So he doesn't have to do shit. He said the worst part is, he goes, this guy's problem is he has to pay for parking at the beach because his dog has to go surfing every day. Whereas, you know, some people, it's a pain in the ass after have to walk your dog after work. This fucking right. dog cries if you don't take him to the beach, but he'll do everything for himself. You just sit on the sand. That dog takes his own board in, jumps on it, and then rides it back in and then rides the wave back out. The whole deal, nonstop.
1: Let me tell you, one piece of advice for that guy. Yeah. If you look down at your left hand and there's a gold or a silver bar on that ring finger Take that thing off and chuck it as far as you can. I don't care. Unless you're married to Dagmar Midcap, you go home and you tell her you're out. Because you take that dog to any beach in North County from Carlsbad south to La Jolla, even go south to PB. Fuck, go to
0: Malibu. Mix it up.
1: Right. Oh, my God. It's going to be unbelievable, the game you have. You're going to be hanging out. And you, you and uh, your dog there, Rusty. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah. I mean, you're not going to, yeah. Don't go home and have that nag start wrecking your life. You could be
0: back Denise Richards.
1: Absolutely. Fuck. Absolutely right. Guy, you could have the whole run of the Pointer Sisters. <laughs> Who do you want? <laughs> oh, and it, that's the greatest dog ever. How about that? How about that shit? My dog, Diego, is the dumbest (laughs) dog ever. God, that dog takes it. Well, listen, the guy who trained that dog, I mean, the dog didn't train itself to bring the surfboard out. Yeah. Son of a gun. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So that dog
0: has the surfboard attached to, like, his leash. Right. And he just drags it out there and jumps on it. My kid asked me, goes, How the hell does that dog get up there without any thumbs? I go, I have no fucking
1: idea. That dog is a machine. And I'm telling you, if you're that guy, well, you know, we've been together since high school. Bullshit! kid <laughs> her on the first bus to Barstow. Goodbye. Cause it is gonna be you're gonna you will never have to worry about going to the total tea clinic. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> They're going to be lined up left and right. Now, who do you want? You want Pam Greer? Oh, my gosh. Do you I... want Lisa Lisa and Sheila E? Do You want Heather Locklear? No, right? not
0: Heather Locklear. She'll kill you in your sleep.
1: Do you want Chris <laughs> Tawny Jenner? Katane? No, I don't. Tawny contain <laughs> is right. Sharon Tay?
0: Sharon Tay. Now we're
1: talking. Okay. I'm just telling you. However you like it, yeah. however you like your steak, you're going to have it delivered. Yeah. <laughs> and I tell you what, you better not be giving that dog any of that cheap bullshit food. You better be hooking that dog up because that dog, wow, that's what I'm talking. I come in here with that weak ass Carl DeMaio shit. <laughs> got a dog surfing is, and I want for to you. meet that dog.
0: Surfing in Poland.
1: What? Oh my God. Poland girls for you. Poland. That's mm-hmm. what I said. It sounded like you were saying Poland. No. No. Poland without the D. No, no, it they clean it up. My goodness, Jesus! Maggie has a family. She listens to the show. <laughs> you gotta bring her into it. Make me <laughs> feel bad. Yeah, I'll tell you the other thing too. I'm sick of. Okay, I think go I'm ahead. done with Facebook.
0: You did this before, and you cancel Facebook, then you get right back on. And
1: so- this is how it's gonna go.
0: You're gonna dump Facebook. Right. You're going to change 8 million passwords. Right.
1: Forget the password. And then you
0: got everyone that likes to follow your kids, can't follow your kids anymore, and you fuck the whole thing up, and a month later, you're going to apologize on there. You've done this road already. Don't do it. Just don't go on it. I'm so sick of everybody
1: thinking everything's about them. It is. It's Facebook. Everybody thinks no matter what you write, no matter what Dave writes, Dave must be talking directly to you. Guess what? He's not. So... What but, drives
0: you nuts about Facebook? I'll tell you right okay. now. A buddy
1: of mine works in the Padre ticket office, Dave. That's why I put that picture up today. So he was nice enough. I had already bought my tickets for opening day, Yep. my tickets for Paul McCartney. But now the Padre is in an effort to go green. They give you everything where you just have that barcode on your phone. Yeah. Well, I have kids that want those tickets for a keepsake. So I have a buddy who works in the ticket office. He said, hey, I'll print them out. He said, I'll print out your opening day tickets. And while I'm there, under your same account, you've got a couple of tickets for McCartney. You want those too? I said, sure. So he prints it out. A real good friend of mine, it's their birthday today. So it was a joke for one. It's an audience of one. I said, hey, here's my tickets for opening day. Here are my tickets for McCartney. Boy, if anybody had a birthday today be great i could hook you up oh yeah it's my birthday in two weeks Hey, nobody is talking to you <laughs> our friend kim who's not uh, probably a couple years younger than you she goes uh you know i would like to go to mccartney with you my mom oh christ what what
0: you should have wrote back. already banged your mom oh. what am i gonna do that for do it no but you won't I bet
1: I yeah. <laughs> yeah i got 25 different people and the one person that the joke was intended for got busy all day oh
0: shit didn't and then
1: see to the end of the day go look at all these assholes i gotta deal with trying to make one joke right i can't just go on and be like hey i hope you have a great year i hope this is the best year ever no, nobody ever thinks that I just wanted to say, hey, look, here's tickets for opening day. You're not going because yeah. they're already accounted for. But maybe go to McCartney. Happy birthday. If somebody had a birthday today. Oh, you know, uh, it's my birthday. That come. Hey, great. <laughs> why, don't you send, uh, why don't you send Alex Padilla a message, okay? And maybe Alex will take up <laughs> for Alex Padilla. <laughs> That's it. I just sit there and look at it. go, I don't need this shit. Just getting out.
0: You aren't getting out of. I'm Facebook. moving to Belize. What's what's going to happen to your kids? We you can't do that.
1: Ah, that's true. But other than that, all oh, good. Uh, one final thing.
0: I just went on Facebook right now. As you as you said that, just to yeah. see what pops up. I tell you, Alicia Summers is the first thing that pops up. How can you get rid of Facebook when Alicia Summers is on Facebook?
1: Yeah, she's married and has four kids. I
0: I don't acknowledge that part.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, are you shocked? That it seems an absolute lock that Chris Paddock is going to break camp with this team.
0: I, you know what? I know what they how they say it should be done. Like we've seen it before. Everybody lost their mind with you know Strasburg and Chris mm-hmm. Bryant and everything else, and talking about watching innings pitched and contracts, everything else. For this Padre team and this fan base, I almost, and for the amount of money you threw at Machado, fuck yeah, go ahead.
1: Well, I'll tell you why. I got Street & Smith Baseball Yearbook. Always fun. And today there was a great article talking using uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. as the example, using Chris Bryant-Dave as an example as to these contracts that you can't have 172 days of Major League service, and that's why usually it's about two weeks before you come up because it buys the teams another year. Now, Paddock's only 23 years old, but I wonder why it is that they are ready to let the clock begin on Paddock, but they're not ready for it to begin on Tatis. Tatis. Because I get that Tatis is the number two prospect in baseball, number one, depending on some things, and Paddock is listed at number 60. But with all respect to Tatis, for me, the biggest buzz recently has been the continued development of Paddock. Yeah. So I look at that and I go, wait a minute, here's a guy coming off Tommy John surgery. And if you feel like he can be special and a lot of people around here feel like Paddock eventually could be the one ahead of Lucchese or Lauer, we'll see what happens with Gore or Espinoza or any of the others in the group. But wouldn't it make sense? Wouldn't you figure that at least you would send him down to AAA for two starts, three starts at El Paso? But, David, sounds like they're like, so be it. We're just going to bring him in, and off he goes and start the clock right from day one. It's funny
0: the way you put it. It's between Tatis and between Paddock because my argument for Paddock was, as a Padre fan, you've taken a beating for such a long time. It's one of those where I understand you gave us Machado, but give us a little bit more, especially to, to start a season. For me, I I, I just want to see them both up. I right. Mean, now, you're right. Two weeks in, it wouldn't make a difference. By the time August comes around, you'd forget when he came up anyway. You maybe know, it's so-
1: because, look, I'm not d- dismissing what Tatis means to this team. There's a reason why he's the number one prospect in baseball, and it's great. Maybe it's just because we all know that Tatis is going to be the guy. Yeah. So maybe we're not – there isn't as much talk about Tatis, but all of a sudden, Paddock is much more – of. Maybe, uh, I don't know, Dave, is he a surprise or a storyline? Like I said, I don't want what I just said to be taken He's like He's a I'm surprise
0: do- outside of the San Diego Padres. I think most people, like if you ran into a Reds fan, he wouldn't know who Paddock was. No. But uh, a true baseball fan would know who Tatis was.
1: Right. I looked at. Uh, just like
0: we know who Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is. I mean, sure. we're following him like crazy.
1: Right. Uh, or Jimenez or a couple of Bo a couple yeah. of these other guys that are coming up and our players. But, yeah, I don't know, Dave. I just, I felt like. And maybe they look at him and they go, hey, man, he's really special, but we figure he's a three. Yeah. Uh, and Mackenzie Gore, Espinoza, Morion, all those guys are going to be uh, are going to be legit ones and twos. I don't know. I, I just I guess I was a little surprised that it feels like it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that he could either be anywhere from one to four in the rotation. Does it
0: does it make any difference to you who starts opening day for the Padres? Like, let's say Paddock is up. Let's say he's with the team active. Does it make a difference if it's him or if it's Luke Casey?
1: Well, it was funny until I, heard Vas-, yeah, yeah, until I heard Vas Vascursion today when Darren said, hey, if Chris Paddock comes up and his major league debut – is being the opening day starter for the Padres. First guy to do it in, who knows, 40 years, 50 years. Is that a storyline for you guys? And Vaskersen's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Doesn't matter. Um, uh, I think it would be cool because I'm going to be at the game. Yeah. But it may be, uh, look, I he, from what I've seen, and I'm not going to act like I've seen every start, but I've seen a few of them, Dave, he's... I don't think he'd be rattled by the big stage. I don't think he'd be rattled by the sold-out crowd. He he strikes me as a guy, and we've said it over and over. He has that swagger, man. Yeah. He has that natural chip on his shoulder where he wants it. Now, inside, sure, when you're going out, you're pitching in front of sold-out Petco Park. When a year ago you were pitching at Elsinore, yeah, yeah. that's a big jump but I I don't think he's going to be rattled. And look, if people find out that he's pitching on Friday night, tickets are going to be sold for Friday night. Paddock will be a guy, I believe, early on that will drive people out. And if he's able to have some level of success, then I think people will keep coming out.
0: The thing that makes him exciting, it's funny, we were talking about whip yesterday, Mm -hmm. is that a guy like Paddock is a true pitcher. I mean, mean, he's not a thrower. He's not that guy that throws the 98 to 100 and – it's going to go somewhere near the plate. Maybe it's going to go over. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's going to break a guy's forearm. He can put it wherever he wants all yeah. the time. I yeah. mean, all the time. It's just pretty amazing. He's a, he's a painter, you know? Yeah. And, and so that's incredible. A guy that throws that hard that can sit there and put the ball wherever he wants is outstanding. And it's one of the deals, number one, you'd want to play defense behind him. Two, as a, as a fan, we talk about speeding up the pace of the game. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that speeds up the pace of the game. He, he, he's, I don't want to say Greg Maddux is a Hall of Famer. But Funny, know, I was
1: thinking him too, and, yeah. and bit. I know exactly what you just did right out there because I'm like, yeah, it reminds me of that. I go, yeah. whoa,
0: because that's a true pitcher. But you know, yeah. Maddox didn't throw throw at that speed. It's amazing when a guy hits the spots; it's everything. I mean, and you talk to any coach will tell you, I'd rather have a guy that hits the spots than a guy that just throws crazy hard. I mean, mm-hmm. you were at my high school game. Not to compare high school to the pros, but. If a kid hits a spot and I call the pitches, I yeah. will tell the kid wherever I know I know where the ball's going. Yeah, I'll say, Eric, be ready, it's coming to you. And if that kid hits a spot, it will go right to the kid that I told you it's going to because I'm the guy yeah. that called the pitch. To have a guy that can do that and place it at the major league level, holy shit, man, it's amazing. We talk about those advanced scouts and the charts all the time. Mm-hmm. If you man throw to the, where that guy can't hit the ball and has that weak spot in his swing, fuck, like Paddock's gonna have a great career if he can stay healthy.
1: Crazy thing is. uh Ken Rosenthal today wrote that the Padres continue to talk to the Indians about Kluber yeah. or Bauer. Again, the price is still high, but not as high as it was a couple of months ago. Is it
0: weird the Indians are doing this? I mean, they, they win their division. Why are they dumping these guys?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Unless you – I don't know. But I I wonder. I thought the point that Vaskersian made, again, going back to the interview with Darren, and if you didn't hear it, go listen on 1090's website. Really, really good. Um, I thought he said something today that you go, yeah. We as a fan base are excited because we know Paddock, right? And, and Quantrill to a certain level, we've heard a lot about first round pick. Yeah. You want to see some of these guys, Lucchese, Lauer. But the point that Matt made today was, look, you invested $300 million in Machado. You went out and invested over $100 million in Hosmer last year. You you can't go with those guys. Yeah. You have to take the next level, whether that's Dallas Keuchel or whoever the case may be. I mean, Gio Gonzalez tonight gets a three million dollar contract after making twelve million the last three years. Gio gets three yeah. million on a minor league deal with the Yankees, but he has the opportunity to opt out come April twentieth. Yeah, if he's not on the major league roster, uh, he'll be throwing uh, Dallas Keuchel according to Scott Boris, said he's had a full spring training. That's a claim, right? And he he referenced Dave on Mind Blanking Right Now, guy who went through this a couple of years ago and ended up signing with Milwaukee. Signed really late. Uh, Kyle Loesch. Okay. Kyle Loesch, he said, did the same thing, right? Had him pitching, live hitting, doing the whole thing, doing all the drills. Now, I don't, you, you, yeah. you guys all determined whether or not you buy that or not for Keiko. But Vaskirjian said there's absolutely no reason why the pod should not be the front guy to go get Dallas. Kahlo I don't right disagree
0: now. with that either. I mean, again, for the same reason we just talked about Paddock, giving the Padre fans something. Why not? You know, why, why not go ahead and get him then? I, I'd rather have Keiko. We talked about this yesterday. I'd rather have Keiko more than if they would signed signed If it's on Geo right now, I'm looking at you going, come on, you're grasping. But for as far as Keiko goes, it's a, it's a little bit different. Would
1: you have done the Geo deal at three million though? One year at three million?
0: Yeah, probably, because right now you're having a hard time finding out your five guys to stick in rotation. It's not right. like it's not like the the Dodgers who have nine guys. Like right now, we have the, the Dodger game on, and I'm looking at Ross Stripling pitch, right. who, is, who is an all star, and yet right. he, he's probably not going to be in the rotation.
1: I'm I'm shocked at a few more teams. Like you look at the Dodgers. Walker Buehler, they're worried about. Kershaw is not going to be ready for opening day. I I look at that team and you go, unless it just tells you that anybody who's watched Gio must just say, man, he doesn't have anything. The Yankees, to me, Dave, take a chance on two guys that may not have nothing. The first one in Troy Tulowitzki. Yeah. that people said were completely shot, and the Yankees went out and signed him. And Gio, who there's been really no market on. Yeah. Goes from twelve million to three million. I wonder what that does for the market for Keuchel, and if Keuchel signs within the next two days. Okay,
0: for the same reason, I'll say maybe Gio has an advantage being with the Yankees. That Keuchel would have an advantage being with the Padres. Mm-hmm. They're switching leagues, you know. Mm-hmm. And you understand they understand there's an interleague, but it's not. We see the Dodgers have seen Keuchel twenty times a year, right? You know what I mean? Right. It's not like you know the Red Sox have seen Gio twenty times a year. You're basically. You're switching over. Geo is a veteran who's not going to be freaked out by pitching in big games, and maybe being in New York's the right place to be for
1: him. Uh, let me ask you this: People will be doing fantasy baseball drafts, and as you are getting there at the end of the draft, you have one bench spot left. Yeah, you have the ability to take Tatis Jr. or Paddock. Which guy are you taking? Tatis. He's your guy, right?
0: Yeah, he's my guy. But off- I, I don't think he's, he's. Don't plan on him being there if you think you're going to hold out. I think there are a lot of people that know who he is that will try and grab him.
1: What do you think offensively realistic numbers are for him this year? Age. That's a great question. First time in the bigs. Okay,
0: I'll, uh, for me, I'll go 270, 20 home runs, 70 RBIs.
1: Hmm.
0: Is that is that nuts? I mean, compared to <laughs> yeah, you Cosby's numbers, it might be a little bit high. But at the same time, if he hit over 20 home runs, it might not surprise you either.
1: Right. For this year, if he was... Uh, uh we'll What do a, I
0: expect in the future? I expect 130 and, of, and 300 average. But I'm saying this yeah.
1: year, first time up, and depending on when he goes, when he comes in, I'm going to play a little card sharks with go him. Go ahead. I'm going to go lower on the average, but not by much. I'm okay. going to drop the average down to 260. Okay. Which still is pretty good for on this guy. team.
0: It's a goddamn batting
1: champion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, The home runs, I'm going to drop from 20, I'm going to drop them to 16. Okay. Because, again, I, I feel like if Hedges is hitting that many, I feel like 16, and I may be coming in low. I think a lot of people take the over. I'll say it's that. low
0: on that one. Because What's if he gets 500 at-bats, he's going to run into it more than 16 times.
1: Uh, and then give me, what would you say RBI-wise?
0: I said 70.
1: Hmm. Is that high to you? No, I kind of like that. Okay. I like I like that. I'll add in, uh, I'll throw in uh, nine bags, too. Okay. And I think that would be good. But, Dave, for for. For us, man, I think what we're really, and it may not even feel like it's reality yet, I, I think <clears throat> what's going to be great is watching Machado and Tatis on the left side of the infield.
0: Yeah, hopefully I, it's as it's, it's good as we all hope it's going to be. Uh, it sure seems right. like it Everybody hopes it's going to be, gonna be the, the best left side of the infield for a long time
1: you believe that? Yeah. I mean, we've never. What if we had it? I mean, Templeton and Nettles was great. Yeah, they were on. both 50. Yeah. Like a, a Legends game over there. <laughs> right? The Yankees yeah. are like, come on. Exactly. It's like when we bring out Phil Rizzuto. It's what true. are you guys doing over here? We're like, what are we doing? <laughs> we're trying to sell tickets. I, I, I can't wait for that kid. I really can
0: Every Padre fan feels that way. They're more excited about him than anyone else. Now, we, we, okay, here's it. I'll throw this one at you. Mm-hmm. You go to a Padre game in July, okay? Do you see more Tatis jerseys or Machado jerseys?
1: Oh, I like that. Um, I think Tatis.
0: See, that says a lot. But, and you're talking about a guy you give $300 million dollars yeah. to. Yeah. And yet they're, everyone's waiting for Tatis. So many people are upset that the Padres have given given them a number that's not 84. You know what I mean? They that's want. great. They want the, the 23. They want a real number in there.
1: Right. Um, yeah, Dave, that's no reflection on Machado. Yeah. As a fan, I can't wait to watch him play on opening day. It's going to be crazy to me uh, to think that a week from Thursday, you go out there and Machado's in that lineup. It's insane. Uh, I'm thinking about the weekend. when Whenever Paddock gets to start, it's going to be great. And then at whatever point they bring Tatis up, uh, I, I think a lot of us are going to be scrambling to try to get tickets that day to say, yeah, yeah. The same way I wanted to be there for Machado. I definitely want to be there for Tatisa's first game. And knowing the pods, they'll stick it on a Wednesday 1235 start against the Mariners where nobody can go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I want to be there. I'm excited for all of them. But with all respect to Renfro and Urias and, Lauer and Lucchese, it's different this year. It's different this year with Paddock. It's different this year with Tatis. And I think in a couple of years when Mackenzie Gore is ready to go, I think that'll be a little different. But I think 19 with the debuts for 19, when you throw Machado in there as well, I, I think that will be the one that we look back at and go, wow, five, six years ago. Yeah, that was really the time when it was exciting, and hopefully it, it all pans out.
0: You know, we talked about the excitement when we started the show as far as the season starting and where things are going. I'm looking at the Padres' 40-man roster right now. It's in front of my face. Mm-hmm. And if you just skip the pitchers, okay, and you just go down and you go Hedges and Mejia and the guys we talked about, and then field, you recognize the names like Hosmer and Kentler's hitting over 400, mm-hmm. as we mentioned yesterday, and Manny Machado and, and, and the guys that you all know. Outfield, you know all six guys that are still on the forty men roster. You go to this pitching staff, and if you were just a let's say a baseball fan back east, a Phillies mm-hmm. fan, and you start looking, I'm gonna look through every roster. You look at this Padre pitching staff, and you go, who the fuck? Like you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, it's so crazy. And I'm not saying these guys can't pitch because these guys have always seemed to come out of nowhere and have a great bullpen, and the game has turned into the bullpen. But it is so. Freaking nuts. Even a lot of more, bridge guys. A lot of bridge guys. Even more of a reason to your argument of of going out and making a move, whether it's Keichel, it's Kluber, it's it's uh, Bauer. Bauer's fucking nuts. I mean, you talk about yeah. a guy that's a train wreck in the clubhouse. God, right? The deal is he has less innings on that arm than than Kluber, which everyone says stay away from because he has so many innings on that arm.
1: Man, I don't know. I just I love the fact that for the first time in I can't remember how long the discussion about this team is great. It's not like how Tyson Ross coming back. What are you looking for out of Tyson Ross and Clayton Richard? How are Richard and Ross here? One and two. Why is Chase Headley back here? What are you giving to Brian Mitchell? Why is Perdomo back in the lineup? Boy, all of a sudden today when Andy Green just flat out said, uh, Brian Mitchell is not in the rotation. If he makes the team, he'll be a long relief guy. He'll be a mop up guy.
0: That's what he was the last two months of the season until well, the very end.
1: That that tells everybody, Dave, that finally it's different because it wasn't that long ago where Brian Mitchell would be your opening day starter. Yeah, and now he's like, no, he's not, and it tells you that finally expectations have changed. We've waited for it for a long time. It's finally here.
0: Wow. That, so here here the deal is with the Padres. Okay, they uh, they open up with the Giants, as you know, the first four games of the year at home. It's probably going to be Madison Baumgartner against whoever the, hell the Padres throw. Mm-hmm. Andy Green win that game? <laughs> Remember, he's never been 500 or above. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I'm going to be there. I don't want to go out and watch him get so beat, he, eight, nothing. Okay. Yeah, they win that game. So
0: in the first four games, because both of us, I think, are picking the Padres to finish ahead of the Giants and the NL West, yeah. right? Yeah. The Padres win this series?
1: Four-game series? Four-game series. Uh, yeah, the Giants don't. I know, the Giants, to me, you just look at it and you go, man, I feel like I watched that team down here for about 15 of the last 25 yeah, years. Yeah. You look at it and you go, how the hell do we have a three hundred million dollar payroll? Nineteen guys that are just. Yeah. What the fuck? They all look like guys that give tokens out at the Greyhound station. How are, <laughs> why do we have a three hundred million dollar payroll? Um, yeah, they're bad, man. I feel bad for Boch.
0: But knowing the Giants, have you seen it in the past? Would it shock you if in one of these four games, the Giants throw a no-hitter against the Padres? Oh,
1: no. <laughs> By opening day. Do you remember?
0: This sounds bad because it's the Dodgers, I know. But do, do you remember a couple years ago when the Dodgers were like 15 nothing, And you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. It was the biggest kick in the nuts to start a season ever.
1: Oh, I was at that game. <laughs> we, <laughs> we were, were really? there. Yeah, it was the last year that uh, it was 2016. Oh, my gosh. You're right. Tyson That's Ross. right. Yeah, it was twenty sixteen. It was Tyson
0: Ross's one start of the year, right? Yeah, yeah, it was it
1: done. <laughs> yeah, you're like shit. Well, that sucks. We'll Have see fun. You in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Pomeran, spin that shit. You dick. Hey, everybody! It's the post game show. Oh yeah. What time the highlight package start, Mike? What time's that interview with Andy? We don't want to miss that. Who'd you have to pick the stick or pick the (laughs) click or whatever? Who won the gnome?
0: Okay, here you go. I like your Padres chances, all right? The first Uh, seven games. mm -hmm. After the Giants, they have three at home against the Diamondbacks. Another shitty team.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: They can get uh, off to a hot start. The Padres could could start five and two in those first seven games.
1: Uh, That would be great for me because I feel like I'd be five days closer to a cool $100 bill.
0: That's true. Yeah. I forgot. You're yeah. The, that's right. I'm now rooting for the Giants and the Diamondbacks. We'll,
1: we'll work out a payment plan. Uh, uh, oh, I'll get I'll get mine, and then two weeks later, Gavin will get his, and then two weeks later, and within 20 weeks, you'll pay everybody off.
0: <laughs> I'll pay everyone off. Okay, I'm going to make things even more exciting for you and why Let the pod here. is going to have to a good start. They open with four against the Giants. Mm-hmm. They open up, with and they have three at home against the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. Then they go on the road, and they have three at the Cardinals. Okay, St. Louis, always St. Louis. But They're then again— team. You're going to come back again with three in the Giants and four more with the Diamondbacks. That's that takes it to April 14th. Yeah, You're, you could get off to a really, really good start the way yeah. that schedule is.
1: Yeah, depending on pitching.
0: Yeah, you can. I mean, honestly, you can pick better teams that you'd want to face outside of maybe the Reds or the Pirates.
1: I man, Dave, I'm telling you, the guy I am the most interested on in watching on this team yeah. this year,
0: Marlins. You could face the Marlins; that would have been great. Sorry, uh, Glenn.
1: Uh, is Hosmer? Ah, uh, it's horseshit. I, man, I'm telling you, I want Hosmer to make you eat those words. Go
0: ahead. I've seen it.
1: I hope he makes you. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it. He just drove down here in his Prius and just slapped a lemon meringue pie or crashed an egg in the back of your head like that kid did to the politician. The yeah, UK. how about that? And the politician turned around and jacked him. He did. How can you jack that kid? He did. He had no time for and that And then he kid. slipped on
0: the egg and fell. The politician Yeah, he jacked that kid, then he slipped on the yoke and fell on the
1: ground. The kid had a glass jaw and went down quick.
0: He didn't drop the phone. He held on. He filmed that guy. What the hell? He he did. He smacked that kid right in the
1: face. Yeah, that kid's a punk. I don't even know what the politics were. I don't know. I may have agreed with the kid. (laughs) But sneaking back there, "Mm, crack. That old man, hey, come here, you little bag of shit. (laughs) He punched that kid one time and dropped him. Now, if you're that kid's dad, you're like, oh, no. (laughs) All that time and money invested in karate (laughs) lessons at the Y didn't (laughs) work out for shit. You said, said, come here, you little bag of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Hit that kid one time. Oh, hey, ouch. (laughs) (laughs) If yeah. you're a politician, how do you win after you hit a kid? Even if well, you did hit, a yolk on your, hit an egg on your head. Let's go through the politicians here in San Diego. Who would we like to smash an egg on? Carl DeMaio. DeMaio, we could <laughs> smash a whole dozen eggs on. <laughs> Carl would say, now, nah, damn it. I just got this suit out of the cleaners. This is unacceptable behavior. Uh, Chris Kate. I'd smash an egg on his head. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do, Kate? Keep walking. Todd Gloria? Hey. Oh, God dang it. Uh I, God, I realize how
0: many politicians I dislike. Right. Scott
1: Sherman? Scott Sherman? Faulkner? Yes. Well, hey. Now, that egg. Hey. What'd you... Now, what in the world did you do that for? Uh, Nathan Fletcher is a former military guy. Let's show him a little respect. Okay. See, even in office, I don't know. Uh, Lorena Gonzalez would flat out beat the shit yeah. out of anybody <laughs> in this town. <laughs> Lorena, you better not bring that by Lorena. Oh man, she's not taking any. Golf. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But I think I think every guy. My impression was great. Hey. God gum it. Just had this ass got cleaned. I just got this out. Just got my hair cut. This is a thousand dollar shampoo, sir. <laughs> my goodness. Ugh. You've ruined my whole day with that kind of pompous behavior. <laughs> Watch Carl just turn around and just beat the living no shit out. Way, No way now. No way?
0: No way. I don't think Carl's ever been in a fistfight in his life. No. No way.
1: No way. Jesus Christ. Have any of those guys? Sherman?
0: No. Todd Sherman got stuffed in some lockers. No. No, Gloria definitely has not either. Chris Kate. I'm not impressed with any of these guys. Faulkner?
1: (laughs) Nope. Faulkner, every time I see Faulkner, it reminds me of that scene of when Napoleon Dynamite gets shoved into the locker. Everybody in this city just shoves Faulkner into the locker. The people that control the convention center. Yeah. The NFL just shoved yeah. him into the hey. Does that that invisible kick in the air move <laughs> yeah. afterwards? I'll get another team here. No, you won't. Yeah. Dip shit. So. Speaking of that, DeMaio
0: had a lot to do with the Chargers not being here. He was one of those guys that was against the Chargers.
1: What? He couldn't even get the gas tax going away. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Stop acting like he made so much movement. I'm just
0: saying, he was no support from him or Tony Hawk or any of those guys. Tony, don't Hawk. tell me to fucking move, you assholes. Yeah, because always telling me to move.
1: Yeah, and get off the goddamn railing with your skateboard. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, I want to mention a good
0: friend, Brian Curry? He's selling real estate all over San Diego County for over 20 years. Brian Curry is your guy. Look, I know a lot of people go through, even if they aren't even thinking about moving right now, but you're curious, they look through the different sites and they go, man, look at this house here by the beach, or look at what we could do if we went a little bit bigger or if we moved downtown. Call Brian Curry. Brian Curry will tell you exactly what he thinks as far as the way things are going in the market and help you out. You might not think you're ready to move, but guess what you are once you talk to Brian. He's also your guy for property management. Brian's number is six one nine two five one one five eight eight. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Six one nine two five one one five eight eight.
1: Boy, I'll tell you what. There's a new player in the field, Dave. Where is the home market of Benita Vista High School? What do you mean the home market? I mean the home. Uh, is that Benita? It's not Vista. Where No, am I It's Bonita. God dang! That's yeah. a that's the that's the land for me. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Benita's great. Uh,
0: no homeowners association you have to deal with. None got- of that. You can see all the way to downtown and the water you live in Bonita right on top of the hills. It's great. All right, BC.
1: That's where we're going. We're going to Bonita. All I know is I'm all in on the Barrens. Yeah. they great. And the, every family there, they didn't have a damn clue who I was. They didn't know anything. Why I was there. They just looked like I just staggered into a game. <laughs> and uh, they just treated me like family. Cool. And I go, that's it. I'm moving to Bonita. Good deal. That's fantastic. Yeah, I love it. How long does the commute from here to Benita?
0: Five minutes? Ah, That's why I took the coaching job. <laughs>
1: gets better every minute. It's better every minute. Now, look, here's the other thing. If you're currently living in Benita and you've got a nice house yeah. and you really hadn't think about selling it at 40% below market value, <laughs> well, guess what? You're going to now. I'm moving in. So Brian Curry's going to call you tomorrow. And like that scene in my bodyguard, Yeah, the house is Jeff's now. So we need you to pack up. Yep. You can leave the little lady back there, but she can take those nine kids, three kids, and take the cat and the hamster, too. You don't need any of that shit. (laughs) He just wants the house and your old lady.
0: (laughs) And that dog that can surf. You leave it behind (laughs) (laughs) God
1: damn. You know what? I tell you what. We don't want to break up families. You take your beautiful bride. That goddamn dog ain't going anywhere. (laughs) A Dog... (laughs) His days of eating liver snaps are over. The dog's going to Hodads every day, being treated like the king he is. (laughs)
0: That is it. That is exactly right. I also want to mention the guys over at Barkley Landscape. Don't forget about Ryan and Scott doing great things for more than 35 years. Front lawn has never looked better. Thank goodness it's all fixed up. Ryan and his dad have done a great job with my property. They can do the same thing for you. They also do commercial residential maintenance. Make sure you give Ryan a call. 619-669-8000. 619-669-8000.
1: Boy, I tell you what. Don't be that neighbor that says, hey, you know what? I haven't had the chance to do yard maintenance because it's been raining. Well, guess what? It hasn't been raining in 10 days. Yeah. And we have those goddamn weeds that look like a cornfield out there. You're embarrassing the rest of the neighborhood. Now, if you're too lazy or too drunk to do it yourself, call Ryan and his team, Barkley Landscape, and they're going to come out, clean it up, and stop making you the laughing stock of the cul-de-sac. Christ's sake. Sickening.
0: <laughs> Sickening. Alan Taylor, Taylor Red Pools, look. You got, yeah. You've got the house. You've got the landscape. You need the brand-new pool in the backyard. Call Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. They have the perfect pool set up for you. If you don't know what you're going to do as far as ideas for a pool, but you know that you want one, all you have to do is take a look at the 3D designs, the virtual tours, take the guesswork out of everything, saltwater technology, waterfalls, grotto slides. You won't believe what Alan Taylor can do for you. Taylor May Pools, the phone number is 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452.
1: All right, Alan. Here are the two things I'm going to need at my new house in Benito. Number one, part of what I'm going to need is a speaker system to play music of the legendary Dick Dale, who we lost over the weekend. Legendary surf guitarist. And then I'm going to need a wave machine for my new dog. Yeah, that's true. So if I can have Dick Dale playing wave machine with my new dog yeah. so we can practice, because he's got a little bit of ego. You know, he's got he's yeah. to make sure he's polished up, ready to go. When we take him down to Coronado or or wherever, Ponto and Carlsbad, right? I feel like Mike Love knocking off all those beaches. <laughs> now, we're going to have that wave machine, and then, Dave, they're going to be coming in two by two. Here they come from every mall in San Diego, nothing but mall chicks and single moms yes. hanging out. And it could be you, too, but they're not going to come to your ratty, cloverleaf-shaped pool that stinks. <laughs> you're going to need a tailor-made pool. And when you have it, all your neighbors are going to sit out there eating soggy hot dogs while their wives look at them and go, how come we don't have a tailor-made pool? Yeah, And yet you should say, if you're honest with that lady, because I'm a dick. Because <laughs> you are not hot enough. You're gonna, yeah, you're not a goddamn mall chick anymore, sweetie. <laughs> if you are and I trade you out, Alan and his team will be here before you know it. And guess what? You'll be in that F 150 taking your tired act up to your mother's house in my life. What's
0: the matter with you? What's the matter with me? Here's a couple bucks. Take your mom to Sonic.
1: <laughs> Take her to the one in San Perdue. Because <laughs> I got this new tailor made pool. And I don't need your pale legs sitting out there wrecking it. I got the Kardashians coming over.
0: That is awesome. Kyle Flueger, he's your guy for websites. Oh, we love boy. our website. Look, we talk about it all the time. If you're in a position where, you know what, I have a business or I have a business idea, but guess what? I need someone to handle the website, which is so important to a business. Call Kyle, 619-500-6621. His number again is 619 619- Five hundred six six two one.
1: Bob, we had Chris send in some music today, which was really cool. We're going to incorporate some local music, some local art, photography. It's all coming to the website. If you just need your website brought to life, nobody better than Kyle. We couldn't be more proud of our website. The blogs are there already. Jojo Tarantino pictures from what Brian Curry's doing, what Ryan is doing, what uh, Al Taylor's doing. You can see all of that. Dan Tyler's coming back with a whole new plan in a couple of weeks. That's going to be awesome. Like we said, we're going to have local photographers, local music, really going to be a one-stop shop. Dave and I will have new blogs up. We'll have our brackets filled out at some point. We'll get those up there, and all of it will be great. Dave, I have one final thing for you. We've goofed around, but I was talking to a buddy of mine today, and he asked me a question. I didn't know the answer to it. We were talking about... Things that get you through the day. Yeah. And I was talking, I wear this watch that I got last year when things got tough because uh, during the time I was married, you have your wedding ring on, and a lot of times that wedding ring will remind you things are pretty good in your life, even on the tough days. Well, I got this watch to kind of replace it, and it always, what we said was, champions stand when others stay down. It's, It's something that I saw in a boxing gym. And somebody said to me, Man, does Dave or Jake, did they ever, did Jake have one where they said, you always say champions stand when others stay down. What was Jake's motto? And I said, you know what? I seriously don't know the answer.
0: Yeah. You know what? I tell you what, I don't know if we had one thing, you know, um, I can't, that's a great question. I don't know if it was it was one one thing. Jake and I, obviously, and our family, we always talked about the four of us being a team. You know what I mean? Yeah, four you, legs you, yeah, on the table. Four legs on the table, and basically, every, you, you worry about you know th- these four legs, and then whatever happens, good or bad, you kind of keep it in house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you you work together. If somebody falls, you, you pick them up. And that that was kind of a thing. But we. Really, we we were always into protecting those people in the house, but we didn't have uh, a motto like that, like what you said. You know, he never uh, had
1: a quote. He didn't have anything no. that kind of that he
0: looked at. No, he he really didn't. Um, nothing that that we threw at each other. You know, Jake was. Man, he loved his brother. You know, I mean, yeah. he even tat- tattooed a you know a thing for his brother on his arm. And then when he passed, Josh went and got the same exact tattoo from the same exact artist on his left arm too, to remind him of his brother. But no, it wasn't it wasn't like that. I mean. Maybe you didn't have time to to think about it enough, you know. Yeah, what I mean, you yeah, twenty year old kid. And, you know, he just turned twenty, so you know, at twenty years old, you think you have another, you know, hundred years to to sit there and worry about things. You never think about getting old when you're twenty,
1: right? You know, you feel like your whole you don't life's evaluate. There. Yeah,
0: you don't evaluate uh, evaluate life like that. So, no, there wasn't one one particular thing. He just uh, nothing is more important to Jake than friends, family, and his teammates.
1: That's it. You know, yeah. uh, I had a buddy. Uh, that buddy of mine who passed away a couple of years ago from cancer used to always say friends are family. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah, right. Those are the things where you go, yeah, that's really cool because if you're that kind of person, where you go, yeah, friends are family. Uh, that's it's cool. Yeah, you know, it's just good. But yeah, they asked me that today. I was like, damn, I don't, I don't know the answer to that, and I didn't know. If there was anything. But, yeah, like those kind yeah. of
0: things. You know, it's funny. You ask, though, what gets you through the day. For me, it's it's, it's a Spina Vista high school team right now.
1: Yeah, it's great. And
0: I know it will be the my California Bears team this summer when those mm-hmm. kids get together. But. It was funny, today uh, we left early, we left, we had a three hour practice, but the sun be out, you lose track of time. Yeah. And I realized I had to come back here and do the show with you, so there was a, a fundraiser that I completely forgot about, that the kids were, went to practice, they are doing a fundraiser at Chipotle raising money for the baseball program, hell, the coach doesn't even show up, huh. you know, but it, usually I'm the last one to leave, because you want to make sure all the kids are okay, they got everything, boom, they got rides, and, and you're gone. Well, I said, guys, I'm, I'm going to take off, I'll see you tomorrow, and then as I'm leaving, here the kids yell, "Love you, coach!" And Josh turns uh, to me, and goes, "There's not another high school or team in 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 the country where the kids do what the kids have done for me." Right. And they're just they've been great because and, and I obviously we have a great relationship, but because especially because of Jake, yeah, they know that Josh is is hurting. They know I'm hurting, and so those kids have been outstanding. That's what gets me through the day.
1: Yeah, I sure like those families. Yeah, I like those families. When do you guys play those punks from East Lake? we
0: play them we Wednesday. Fuck. We play we play Wednesday and Friday, so. More likely, it's going to rain. These games are going to get rained out. It's supposed to rain on Wednesday. It's going to rain on Thursday, which will ruin Friday for us. So here's here's the funny thing. Uh, I'll I'll share this story. Someone from East Lake will will hear this. So I said to the kids on the road uniforms, I go, "What do you guys want to wear? You know, we have a couple different sets of uniforms. What do you want to wear?" And a couple days ago, the kids are like, "We're wearing the road jersey with the white pants. Same same uniform you saw yeah, the other day." That's right. And then, you know, the old saying, you don't wear white on another team's home field, it's disrespectful, okay? Mm-hmm. But the kid's like, we're wearing white. So today, I said, let's get this straight. What are we wearing today? I'll support you, whatever you want to wear. And they go, we're going to wear gray pants, we're going to wear complete road uniforms. Yeah. Okay? And Josh is just like, under his breath, pussies. You know? Ah! <laughs> yes, and I was like, <laughs> you know, and I go, well, you just let the play do the work. Eastlake's yeah, the one that set the bar. And they have. you just like set the bar. They're ranked number one right now. By are the way. Really? Wow. Fuck the rankings! I don't know how the hell we aren't in the top ten. When it's a good club, we shut out Coronado. We we shut out Granite Hills. Both those teams are in the Who's, top ten. How so the fuck we not in the top ten?
1: Who sets the? Uh, who are the guys Fucking voting?
0: Cantera? I don't uh, know. No, I don't. Gave. I don't know. Who fucks I gotta on tell that
1: you, shit. I am a little overmatched it's here. Horseshit. I don't Is know. Is it how John Maffey? Out. That dumb he's, shit. He's
0: one of them. I have no idea. The fuck, we aren't Brand? in Brand? Top ten. Is it Jay, Sarah, Coronado, and Granite? We beat the hell out of all three of those teams, and they're like in the top ten. How the hell are it I don't know who it fucking picks. It doesn't well, how, matter. At the end of the but day, But where are the ra- I'm asking the co- where are the rankings? Th- the bunch of media members do it. Where do they put it? They put it in the newspaper. It's in the uh, it's in the gut. Go- oh, my god dang phone. No, yeah, I haven't got D T for in two years. The rankings don't mean shit until the, the last game of the year. But yeah, you're kinda like, dude, who do we have to beat to fucking get in the yeah, top ten? What the hell's going on yeah. around here? <laughs> I need answers. I wish Jesus I wish Christ. I was friends
1: with Carl DeMaio. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, that completely—I was like, I don't know, do we like him or not? I'm so glad you said we didn't. We did not. All right, because I was like, if I came down here, you're like, yeah, he came on two or three times a week, and he informed us, I'd be like, ah,
0: no interest in repairing that friendship if Uh. there was one. (laughs) No.
1: Yeah, you know why, Carl? I was
0: more mad than I think you were on that. I thought it was ridiculous. When the boss comes walking and tells you, hey, just say no, Carl didn't like that. Uh,
1: Fuck off. Fuck off or I'll stick you upside down in a goddamn trash can. And I'll stick Carl in there, too. (laughs) Two peas in a pod, (laughs) dickhead. Face to face upside down in a trash can. Well, now what do we do? I'm suffocating. Ah! (laughs) All right, good luck on Wednesday. All right, thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, Good luck on Friday. (laughs) And I think that's it. I was trying to think. More music, you can send it over. Follow us on social media. We'll see you back here. Uh, I think we're back here Sunday night.
0: Perfect. All right.
2: So,